0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Street Shots Podcast with the Switch to Manual guys. I'm Antonio, and I'm Tom, and uh, this is episode three. We thought we would call it "What You See and What You Get." And Tom, you came up with this this concept.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think as we all know, you know what what we get photographically is not always what we see. Um, and I just think there is, I'm intrigued by that relationship between what we see and what we get, you know. And sometimes I'm of the opinion that I am striving to the degree I'm able to, I want to get what I see. I mean, it oftentimes begins, something catches your eye, a landscape, a person, street art, you know, which we love to shoot. There's a certain sense in which what I see is is what I want to get. I'm trying to capture something I see. I like my wide-angle lens because that kind of um, you know mimics what what the eye naturally sees. And but, but your whole but your whole world is not this little frame.
0: You're seeing. Um, we we see much more. Yeah. Than the camera sees. That's, That's true.
1: Just, yeah. I mean, there's and there's great power in that f- framing of reality, so that you're saying this is important, this delineated space right now for for whatever reason. And, but the, you know, the other thing that just kind of intrigues me about this is, I mean, on, on one level, sure, you know, you're trying to get what you see, but I think the images that I, I have come to really love the most are, are times when I look at the back of my camera, I'm I'm sort of surprised, you know, I thought I saw one thing but then, somehow, through the creative act of photographing something, you end up with something else i mean i'm in in that vein, tony I'm reminded of you know when you and I were shooting at Greenwood, I mean, we walked around we saw a lot of the same things, but afterwards, that one shot you have of of the the tree with the with the roots it was such I'm talking about Greenwood cemetery Greenwood yeah, cemetery, yeah, here yeah, yeah. in Brooklyn, yeah. 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 You know the historic cemetery with these ancient, you know, centuries-old trees, and it, you just have this one shot of the root system with a kind of a, a stone, uh, you know. Yeah, it's a mausoleum. Mausoleum in the background, and but there, there's something about the gestalt, something about the coming together of of everything. You know, it's what it's what you saw, how you saw it, and. Uh, you know, I mean, I didn't see or get that, <laughs> but you saw something. It's it, almost
0: like, you're, I mean, this is sounding really up here in a way, but photography is um, an interpretation. You know, I went to Greenwood Cemetery and I, this is what I see. This is my little filter. This is my little frame. You know, you may say the same thing, but your frame is going to be different. Your, your experience of the place is going to be different. And those experiences are... Uh, reflected in the frames that we bring back. Hmm. I mean, I, I think that's part of what you're you're, yeah. you're going into.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and even you know, so like each one of us is going to come away from any given, you know, we could all go on the same photo walk, and at the end of the day, look at our images and and have kind of radically different interpretations of of what we did and saw, and and that alone is fascinating, you know, but. I'm 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 also so intrigued by you know within the individual universe that each of us inhabits. I mean, you see something that speaks to you, and and as you bring all of your creative power and knowledge of photography, you take an image, and then when you look at that image that you've taken, you know you saw something that caught your interest. But the the final product or soon to be final product once you've edited it and and that obviously involves yet more creativity, but 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 to me there's there's magic in between the the what you see and what you get. And that's sort of like that mysterious process of photography. I, I was somebody once said to me early on when I was just getting into photography, I think he was a photographer or knew something about photography. He was this European guy visiting a friend and I, I showed him a couple of pictures on the back of the camera and and he just looked at me and said You know when to press the shutter. (laughs) And that remains to this day one of the, you know, kind of the best compliments I've ever received, Mm. you know, because there's there's something about I mean, you know, obviously, sometimes images are going to involve timing, the street photography that we do. But that notion of knowing when to press the shutter, I think it kind of, you know, engenders this larger sensibility of there's something about how you see the world, and mm-hmm. how, like you said, how you interpret it. And so, when you when you choose to press the shutter and take the picture, you know, that's something is speaking to you in that uh-huh. moment. You're interpreting that moment. It says a lot about you. You
0: know. That, yeah. You know, did you shoot before? Did you shoot after? Right. Did you shoot during? You know. And and was it was it a mistake?
1: you know, or is, yeah. it, or is it intentional? I mean, right. Yeah. As as thousands upon thousands of images accumulate, <laughs> you know, you, there's like, oh yeah, all different kinds of things come into play. But I think that's a good point too. You know, when, when you take it, I mean, like sometimes I will f- find myself in situations, say like, you know, shooting on the street where somebody's doing something and, you know, maybe they're like fixing their hair or, you know, like cleaning their teeth with their fingernails or something and like, okay, well that might make an interesting shot, but if I wait two seconds, I'm going to get a more flattering shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're sort of like waiting for the right moment, you know, and, and also I think trying to bring out the best in people.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a funny you're saying
1: that because I'm doing sort of doing the opposite with my street photography. Well,
0: I don't know if you are, man, well, you know, no, because well, it, I'm not always going after the most flattering shot, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess what you're, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. But like a, a lot of my photography, it's really funny now that my current street photography has gone back to the way I first started photography mm-hmm. in, in the sense that, you know, I was shooting with film way back when Uh and you know you'd have to shoot 36 exposures. you throw the film in your bag and then you go to the dark room and you print it up and then you get a contact sheet and then you start looking at the contact sheet it's like oh I got that shot oh no I missed that shot you know Uh and now I have this new Fuji camera which I'm shooting street photography again with this is a really good camera for that because Uh it's quiet and it's sort of you know, it doesn't look intimidating.
1: Which models, just in case somebody wants yeah, to run out
0: and get it? Yeah, everybody copied me. It's the Fuji X twenty. It's it's one of I haven't had a camera that I loved so much as I love this camera, hmm. but only in, in the respect of what I'm doing with it. You know, it's not a very good landscape camera to shoot landscapes with. So I would be very disappointed if I was buying it for landscape photography. I got it and it, I didn't really know I was going to shoot street photography with it, but it just sort of evolved into it. And it's been the perfect camera. Hmm. And so I, I haven't felt this way about a piece of machinery in a long time. But what I'm doing with it is, you know, I'm sort of shooting on the sly and I'm, I'm continuing to walk in the street and I don't look at the pictures immediately. I, my My selection process... You know, is in the shooting because I see somebody I'm interested in uh-huh. but the final selection process is, is ends up being much later in the sense that I do wait and have you know I have to process the pictures I have to look at them you know on the screen or something like that and I'm like sure. I got this I got this one I got this one I missed that one yeah you know but often I'm not always waiting for the perfect moment I'm just like I'm going to grab
1: a bunch of moments yeah you know just because The nature of what i'm doing sure yeah it's a it's a fleeting moment that you're trying to capture but i mean i've I've seen a lot of your street photography and i mean you're not bringing out the best in the person in the sense that you're approaching them and saying hey i'd love to take your portrait you know get all spiffed up and you know meet me at my studio you're shooting people in the street but I i i i would venture to say that part of your selection process respects the dignity of your subjects. I mean, you're taking pictures, even if it's just a a random moment in the street, there could be something regal, something majestic, something beautiful, something real, you know? It's just, it's a real person. And it's usually, I mean, even if it's somebody who seems kind of beaten down by life and sort of gritty, there's deep humanity there. Yeah, And that
0: that goes back to what you started with, like, you know, it's what I see in the person. Yeah. There's something that I'm seeing I don't want to make this about street photography. I've been saying like this, and I hate to just say the subject, but there's something I see in the subject, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. And I want to get that,
1: you know, right,
0: right. What I see and what I get, you know, I want to go after that. It doesn't always work, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, just because I see something that's beautiful or is attractive or just something about it, it doesn't necessarily get to make a good photograph, you know. Uh-huh. And sometimes you don't know that, or I don't know that until I take the picture. And I have to look at it and say, I really loved this subject. I, there were so many things about it that, that I loved it. And it's just not a good picture. <laughs> There's this idea about yeah. editing. You know, you could work really hard on a shot, like in a movie. You know, you could work really hard on a scene. Everybody comes together, makes this beautiful scene, and you sit there in the editing room and you go, it, it it's, didn't not, work. it's not working. But we spent yeah. 50 days doing this and a bazillion dollars. Like, yeah, but if we take it out, it becomes a better movie. You know, it's the same kind of thing. It's like...
1: Yeah. Some sometimes, sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't.
0: Yeah. You know. I mean, uh-huh. I I think there's the, always the pursuit. Sure. You know? Yeah. If it's something you see, go yeah. for
1: it and get it. You don't know if you know exactly. And I would say you know it'd be, it's very important to really trust your instincts and you know believe in yourself because if if you don't, if you're questioning what you're shooting, then you're not going to take those extra two seconds to to really frame it to really kind of be still to do whatever you need to do in order to kind of technically execute the photographing of a particular subject and i mean it it could all happen really fast but i think if you if you trust the more you trust your instincts the more likely you are to like really do your best. Whereas if you're just thinking, oh, this might work. It might not work. I don't know why I'm even shooting this, you know, then, then you're probably, it's probably just going to be kind of a, you know, uh, a so-so effort. That happened to me the other day. I I was waiting on the subway and there were these two women in front of me. They were about 10 yards apart and they both had on like leopard skin print, you know? And I was thinking to myself, well, you know, leopard skin must really be in, you know, because like these two different women have these leopard skin and, and they were different outfits, but they were, they were both wearing like black with some kind of leopard print. And, you know, we're waiting on the train. Oftentimes you're waiting on the train. You're like, you know, I'm looking around for things to shoot. And, and so I just, you know, grab my camera I had the wide angle on. I had already done everything to be ready. So I was totally ready. And But I rushed the shot a little oh. bit. And when I got home, you know, or whenever I later looked at those images, I and I only took one. I saw that image and I thought, this could have really been a cool image. But I rushed <laughs> it and I only took one, you know. And uh, so I, I, in that moment, I wasn't really believing. And, you know, and I just think that whole thing about like, you know, we're talking about what you see and what you get. I mean, you know, what we see is just so mysterious. And I think as photographers, part of the whole enterprise is believing that Things that catch your eye are speaking to you in ways that you, you you may barely be aware of. But when, you know, I'm trying to be more and more receptive to that. When, when I feel like I want to shoot something, I shoot it. Even if I'm like, I have no idea why I'm doing this. But something about this moment.
0: Yeah, it was going to... I say this all the time to, you know, students and whatnot. Like, if you're thinking about taking the picture... You take the picture. Exactly. If you think about it, like, oh, that would make a good picture, and then you walk away from it, you're, you're never going to get that moment back, you know. And it doesn't do you any harm, most cases, <laughs> to take the picture, yeah, you know. It's like, right. if you're thinking about it, there's something there that yeah. is, is triggering. I, going back to your story on the subway, I was going to relate a very similar thing is that I was walking, you know, in our neighborhood, is a very diverse neighborhood. And so there was a, a Hasidic gentleman walking towards me, and right next to him was this uh um she looked Orthodox uh, Muslim so she uh-huh. was wearing the full burqa uh-huh. and just to see those two people in our neighborhood yeah. I mean it's a common occurrence right you know but it's always noteworthy it's and noteworthy and they're just they're just yeah. people you know and uh-huh. I'm like I got my camera and 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 I'm shooting and of course I get back and I look at it and it's like no it's it it was a good observation- uh-huh. and but it didn't work it didn't work photographically but that is, what made me think about this was that the camera is also teaching me to see Hmm. like, you know, it's, it's working in two directions. Hmm. You know, I see something that's interesting. The camera, I am aware of that. I have a camera with me. So I'm looking for interesting things. You know how many people I start to recognize now that I'm taking all these street shots of people in the neighborhood and I I really am doing it in a limited area. So of course I'm going to see the same people, but like I'm starting to see people Uh that, you know, I'm recognizing. So is it, you're seeing more deeply into the I'm world. I'm seeing more around deeply because I'm thinking yeah. about photographing, uh-huh. and so the the photographic process is helping me see too. So you know, it's what I get and what I see. You know, yeah. I, I get to the camera, and I and I can see with it. So, uh-huh. but I wanted to quickly talk about like you you had this recent experience going to Ireland for the first time, uh-huh. and I did want to say I love your pictures from there. Thanks. You know, and the your style really comes through. Like there was very much. I could see you in the pictures because I've seen your pictures before and I know you, but like, uh-huh. it's really cool when like I can look at two pictures and say, I know this one's Tom's. How did that affect you in relation to what we're talking? Like this is the first time you went to Ireland. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, well, you know, I think it's, it's all about what you're saying in terms of, you know, um seeing deeper into things. Um, and I think it's also um you know there's there's the phrase be the camera and I think there's there's this notion of like seeing as if you're looking through the lens you know I think when we were talking before about if you're debating about taking a picture you know then then take it I mean if some part of you wants to take a shot then take it but I think you know the the opposite of that is I know early on in my photography, I just, I kind of wanted to shoot everything. And, and now, you know, I think there's something to be said for like developing the capacity to kind of see as if you're seeing through the camera to sort of, it's, it's almost as if you're, when you're looking at things and asking what kind of final image will this produce? So you're going from what you see to what you'll get all at once because you're kind of looking through the camera and I and and sometimes I'll see things that I say to myself, you know, in, in the early days I would have photographed this. Now I'm not going to, you know. And so by not shooting some things, I'm then freeing myself up to shoot something else. And so, you know, you become more selective about what really speaks to you. And that has to do with, I think, you know, your your particular journey as an artist, what you're seeing and, and, and wanting to share some of what you see with others, you know, it's weird to have all of these different kind of social media mm-hmm. networks yeah, in yeah, place because yeah. it's like, Oh, I want to share this with, with this group of friends, you know? And so you're not only like looking for yourself, but you're seeing for others, you know, who can't see maybe because they can't be there in that moment. Seeing for others. That's,
0: that's a very important point. You know, you go on a trip, you go walk in your neighborhood, you're, you're, you're sort of the, you're doing the scouting mission for everybody else, yeah, you know, you're, right. you're doing the, I say it's the reconnaissance, but you're showing them, that's what we're photographers are. We're like to show people what not everybody sees,
1: uh-huh. you know,
0: you're there and yeah. say, look at this. Did you see this guy? Did you see these, Did you happen to see these two people standing next to each other with the with the patterns on their sweaters? You know, they are exactly the same. Uh-huh. I would never have noticed that. You know. Yeah. Um, that's hard. But I wanted to ask you about your trip though. Like, so you're you're there for a first time. You you took pictures of everything. You were like a picture maniac. Did that interfere with you're actually seeing the world? I mean, you were behind your camera a lot. It seemed.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting question, you know. I mean, I have have certainly had that accusation leveled against me, you know, that, like, the camera can get in the way of, like, actually experiencing life. Not in Ireland. I was not <laughs> accused of that. <laughs> but it's I think it's an important question, you know. I mean, anybody who's really, really off the deep end with photography, I think, Either faces that criticism or just wants to ask that question honestly, you know. I would like to think what you said earlier is the ideal that, you know, photography has drawn you deeper into seeing more, you know. I mean I think it certainly can, you know, camera is not good or evil, you know, it can be used for good or evil. And, you know, and it could be used as an escape and a way to kind of block yourself from experiencing life, but I certainly think it can become, you know, a a powerful window to take you deeper into, you know, the the world that we inhabit. At the
0: risk of bringing up something from my past, just my first wedding, um, we had a photographer who I know is a friend of mine. I won't mention his name. And he's a total photojournalist. And he was a real pain in the butt. In the way he's got getting in the way, he got in the way of everything, and he was just the kind of character who, like, he didn't really care what anybody said. You Uh, know, he got in uh. the way, and at the end, people were like, "Who is that photographer?" He was just a pain in the butt. And later when they got the pictures, when we got the pictures, they were such good shots. They were very photojournalistic. Uh-huh. And Ari was like, yeah, it was worth him being
1: huh. that. Well, isn't that know? interesting? Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I didn't see that at the wedding. I didn't yeah. experience that. I did experience yeah. this rude gentleman. You uh-huh. know, did it ruin the wedding? Not really, but he was in the way a bunch of times. But yeah. you know, the end result was that there was some expense, but the return, I think, was was much higher
1: yeah yeah well that that brings up another you know aspect of shooting and you know does the camera get in the way does photography kind of get in the way i mean you know i I like the movie groundhog day where you know bill murray's trapped in the same day over and over and over and after a while you realize certain things just don't matter you know Sometimes when you're shooting, you're at an event or whatever, you know, and you feel like, oh, you know, if I if I walk over there, I'm going to distract people, and I, you know, you have to use your judgment. And of course, we yeah, don't, we don't yeah. want people going around making scenes. But the reality is, you know, th- when the day's over, the day is over. People forget about that annoying photographer, and you have the images that you have. Right, and those are going to last yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. 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 So push yourself is as, as my mind. Huh? <laughs> so, so
0: what you see and what you get, they can be the same things. They can be
1: different. Uh, one can drive the other. Yeah. It's kind of a circle, like the snake eating. Its yeah, tail. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like no beginning or no end. Yeah. I mean, we're constantly trying to
0: get what we see. And, and I think erring on the side of like, you know, you're walking by something, take the picture. You know, yeah. If you think about it. The thought pops up. Take the shot. You're yeah. looking. You can always delete it. <laughs> and I like that the way you said. You know, you're looking the way the camera sees. Like you,
1: you know. Yeah. I know you're
0: a wide angle guy. You see wide angle. You yeah. Know? So you know yeah. that's. I have a. Actually, when I look at your pictures, then I get a little sense of what is going on in your brain. Uh huh. Vice versa, I hope is is Yeah. Absolutely. Point, so. Yeah. All right. So we've kind of hit the the 20 minute mark. Yeah. I think. Uh, that was, uh, that was a good conversation. Yeah, it was fun. It continue. What you see is what you get. What you see and what you get. That's right. i trying not to be cliche here. <laughs> 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 well, There's nothing wrong with the cliche, Nolan. Yeah, but no, you're right. What you see is not
1: always what you get. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So thanks for uh, tuning in to the Street Shots podcast. We're the Switch to Manual guys. And I'm Antonio.
1: Yep, yeah, on Flickr.
0: And you switch are, to, and you manual. are. Oh, I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> right, and uh, you can find us at switchtomanual.com. Switchtomanual.com. We do workshops and photo walks in New York, and we are on the Facebook. We're Switch to Manual on Facebook. We're covering all audiences here with Facebook. People are going to get sick of us talking about Facebook. <laughs> we're going to we're going to knock out a whole demographic of people. We say we're on Facebook but so what so we're on facebook join us there we post we'd like to talk uh we're also on twitter at switch the number two manual so switch to manual i saved one character there it's yeah. very important mm-hmm. and we're on Flickr, which you can get to
1: via our homepage. page uh-huh. we have a Flickr group uh what else that it? Well soon we're gonna have some uh, our switch to manual workshops are gonna be online. Yeah,
0: switch so to manual workshops are online, yeah. Yeah, they might already be online by the time you hear this. We don't know yet. But <laughs> <laughs> you pay go to our website and you'll see. And we would like you guys to send in some questions if you want us to talk about certain things or anybody who wants to be a guest, maybe we can do a we'd like to do some interviews with some photographers. Yeah, so me for- yeah, you can email us at info at switch to com. So I'm Antonio. And I'm Tom. And we look forward to seeing you again. Thanks a lot. Take care.
1: Adios.